This is episode 603 for March 2020, and you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast. And I'm your host, Brad Douglas. That opening song is by Rockwell, featuring Michael Jackson. It's called Somebody's Watching Me. And when you're talking about Kane, he's always watching. <laughs> uh, JR is going to tackle a bit of clone history in this episode before we get there. Uh, several people made this episode possible for you to listen to. They logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace and they help support the podcast. So I appreciate it. So a big thank you goes out to Robert, Alex, Frazetta Hulk, Josh, Zach, Mohammed, Laura, David, Venkman, Craig, Andrew, Michael, Stuart, Ricky, Thomas, Nick, Hashtag something good for you. Half Skimo, Patrick, Will, Frederick, Symbiobro, Dowd, Taylor, JB, Stephen, Jay, Kean, Scott, Michael2099, AJ, Chris, John, Bob, Datboy, and Eric. They logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace and support the site, and they also get some benefits of doing that. They get their name in front of every episode. They also get each episode two weeks early before anybody else. And they also get exclusive podcasts that I don't release to everybody else, like the Spider Satellite episode. Also, the Amazing Spider-Man 2 movie commentary. We popped the DVD in. We all watched it together in real time and had some hilarious commentary on it. It was a lot of fun. You can only find that one up on our patreon.com slash crawlspace site. All right, let's get on with the episode. Hey, Crawl Spacers, welcome to our Spider History for March. We've got, of course, JR. JR, February was clones. Are you have Fe- you recovered? Anybody watched you throughout the month? <sighs> Anybody peeping throughout the month? Yeah. Oh boy. I was about to say it. Uh how many how many peepers did we have? We had Kane, we had the Grim Hunter, we had Scarlet Spider himself, you know, and then probably in Web of Death or whatever, we had Doc Ock. Yeah. So, you know, it's I think the peeping's done though. Okay, I think good. I can pretty well guarantee you that the peeping is done. Good. And we have George. What's going on, George? What did I do to deserve this level of hell? <laughs> well, we're going back to <laughs> You obviously didn't get enough, George, because we're giving more to you. We're giving. Oh. We're going back to talk about more clones. Spectacular. Whoops. Let me go back to this. Sorry. Spectacular Spider-Man: The Return of Kane, Part One of Four. Yeah. Spe- you know because two thirty one. Yeah. You know when because I was thinking because um, originally uh, Brad had uh, you know like I said Web of Life was a carryover. Uh, and I said, well, I'll just go ahead and do it the next month then. Yeah. And then, you know, Brad said, well, for March, why don't you do the other? Because the other takes kicks off. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, Brad, I think we've done the other. And, uh, and I, yes, I did. I double checked. It okay. was, uh, it was podcast number 416. Okay. You did the uh, whole other. Wow. Yes, we did the other. I kind of so, like uh, these, these uh, four part stories or whatever you've been doing lately. This is kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, I was about to say, I was double checking here. We did the other. It was you say- podcast. Oh, I'm sorry, Jared. Go ahead. I didn't no, know. no, I'm sorry. Uh, it was podcast number four. Uh, oh, wait a minute here. Let's see. Was it 416? Yeah, it was podcast number 416, uh, okay. March 2016. Well, there you uh, go. We looked at um, the other. So so I said, well, no, I, I you know, we, we I've done that. And so I don't want to duplicate right now. Right. Uh, and so I said, well, so I started looking around. I said, I'll look for another one. So I started looking for another one. It wasn't so sure I wanted to go to back to the clone saga. But uh, but then who does? 
<laughs> but then there were just a few things that like, okay, there's, here's some more stupidity that I have to cover. <laughs> uh, plus funny. the actual, the ending to this particular four part story gets us, starts getting us back on the, the right path. So, I mean, okay, there's a good. significant event at the end of this story. Okay. So anyway, but what's funny, we start off with a story and of course, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I guess, I don't know. I guess it was a frame of mind I was in because, you know, I'm reading this and I just, and I'm thinking, what, what, I, you know, but the first page where, you know, you, usually it was always his name is Peter Parker. He was bitten by a radioactive spider, spider, blah, blah, blah. Big game, Spider-Man. Blah, blah. Okay. Well, now, of course, we don't have that. So, but his given name is Peter Parker. While in high school, he was bitten by a radioactive spider endowed with amazing powers which he has used to protect the innocent and battle evil now he calls himself ben riley and i'm thinking why <laughs> you know i mean if you're just going in there and you're yeah. just going why why is he calling himself ben riley i mean <laughs> i mean i guess though that they really can't explain well we call him he calls himself ben riley because the marvel editorial staff when they came up with this goofy idea didn't have a plan for ben riley reclaiming the name yeah. So you know, it's kind of like, so then they wind up and they, they pretty well condemn themselves to have to retell the same. Oh, I was a clone of Peter Parker. I thought I was a clone of Peter Parker. Then I was the real Peter Parker. And I lost five years of my life because I was wandering around like David Carradine in the desert, you know, and uh, now, so anyway, so, I, so, so Kane is sitting there drooling. <sighs> He's sitting there drooling uh, and he wakes up and Here, I got like, to show you the drool. <clears throat> He wakes yeah. up and he sees a bunch of goons about to attack him. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But they were watching him. <laughs> watching for the so first like, so, so what is he sitting there snoring or whatever? And yeah. and the and these goons are standing there going, "Wait, wait a minute, wait, wait." He's awake. You know, Go. And, and, Kane, and Kane is going, you know, just sitting there. So he's sitting there snoring and drooling, and then he finally get him. You know, so. Of course, of course, with the fight even comes exposition because, mm. okay, Brad, go to the next. After, after Kane. His name the, is Kane. His <laughs> name is Kane. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. As if you didn't know, oh. as if you didn't know in all the previous issues. I mean, they're still saying it. I mean, this, okay, this is yeah. after. Uh, amazing for us. Uh, let's see. Yeah, this is after Amazing Four Hundred. This is after the death of death of the genetically in, engineered actress. This is after Peter gives up being Spider Man. This and all this all these months. And if you've been reading, surely by now you know who this dude is. His name is Kane. His name is Kane. That's <laughs> how so we're still saying his name is Kane. All right. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Is, George. What's his name? I'm not saying it. <laughs> this, is, this is torturous. This, this, see, this reminds. Here's the thing, Brad. Yeah. I mean, this, and it's funny listening to Jr. You know, go off about it and make it funny. Um, this this is the kind of 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 vapid, empty, stupid storytelling that didn't just make me drop Spider Man. I stopped reading comics because of this, man. Because of all this crap was so bad. So well, you were the only one. I mean, uh, every in fact, that's one reason the Clone Saga was going, kept going, right? Because it was holding its sales and everything else was crashing. Mm -hmm. It was, it was just, uh, I just, you know, it was, it felt dirty to be a Spider-Man fan around here. 
because yeah. every Marvel just screwed things up so bad. Yeah. Anyway, All I'm right. sorry. He's, <laughs> he's fighting the goons. Fighting the so goons. Anyway, he fights. He fights the goons, and of course, he broods while he fights. You know, and. Uh, you know, he sees that somebody, you know, who's who scarred his own body or whatever, tattoos or whatever. And Kane says, You intentionally scar yourself? You want scars? So be it. You know, so anyway. Mm. Where the mark of Kane. So so now we get this Irish chick that walks in after Kane beats up all these guys. Now we know her name, we know she's an Irish chick, okay? Because her name is Shannon Fitzpatrick. No. I mean, and I suppose if it had been a guy, his name would have been Patty, you know. So, and how do we also know she's an Irish chick? Because we have to have her dialect. Her, the writing has to go. reflect an Irish dialect. And it, ever, honestly, it is distracting. And to welcome you. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess I, I haven't met a whole lot of Irish people lately from the old country. You know, I mean, technically I'm one eighth Irish or whatever, but you know, I, I do consider myself a mutt. I don't celebrate St. Patrick's day or anything. Uh, you know, Zach always pops in and he tries to say something that he, he tries to bring a certain amount of rationality to it. I think, you know, he, he mm -hmm. thinks that, you know, he can point something out this and is, just, he loves it. the nineties. So this is like us bad mouthing amazing friends for me or something. So this is what Jack Zach loves. I missed a lot of good stuff in between. Oh yeah. I'm sure I did. Didn't I? George, you want to go back and look at it? No. Um, okay. But anyway, I, I don't know if, but it's distracting. What is it? I also go by the name O'Muse. I'm here to see that you're, you're, you're comfortable and T welcome ye back to the land of the living. Mm. So I, I don't know. I guess that's Irish. So, all right. Next page, Ben Riley is swinging around town as spider Ben. We really can't call him Spider-Man. He's Spider-Ben. He's not really Spider-Man. So anyway, he is the anyway, he is the failed second clone of Peter Parker. Well, that's not what it says. Okay. Uh, but he couldn't be any happier because he has a job, an apartment, and a life. And oh, by the way, random thought here. I could let my past come back to haunt me. I could be bitter that the jackal stole away five years of my life. But you know, it's too good of it's too nice of a day for that. It's so, you no know, random thought. He's just swinging around. Oh, by the way, the jackal stole five years of my life. Okay. Um, so he goes to that hip place where he works, the Daily Grind. And, of course, the Daily Grind is full of all sorts of colorful hip characters who made zero lasting impression. <laughs> now, I won't go through describing them all because we were introduced to them, actually, in podcast number 356. January number or January 2015, where we met the, the hip, cool guy with all kinds of words of wisdom called Buzz. We met obvious future love interest number one, obvious fu uh, future love interest number two. You know, so yeah, there they are. Is that the hip well, guy? Well, there's, the, there's the hip Buzz. On and the then lab. the middle there is fu obvious future love interest number one. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then there's Shirley, the, 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 the hip single mom. And also That's we'll right. see Devin, her hip young teenage son. Yeah. Sure. There was a, uh, Shirley was okay. a question on the most recent spider jeopardy. <clears throat> she was in a good way or a bad way. Uh, I mean, you were on that show. You don't remember. I don't remember. Are, I was, are, are, my, are my questions that forgettable, Jay? No, I, I just I just uh, reveled too much when I won in my victory. And so I hey. forgot a lot of things. Man. So <laughs> anyway. Hey, you know so, what I say to that, JR? I say, <laughs> no. <laughs> 
So Ben, so Ben goes to the, um, so Ben goes to the, uh, the daily grind. And of course, uh, and also uh future obvious love interest number two is there. And, um, but anyway, we just, it's just a couple of pages, you know, we don't spend too much time with them. Well, then we go, we get whisked to an opulent villa owned by billionaire financier, James Johnsmeyer. That's his, that's his name, James Johnsmeyer. Or is it John's James Meyer? Or is it John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt? I don't know. But anyway, it's my name too. Yeah. <laughs> so that we go to George. So, so, and guess what he is? He's one of the sponsors behind the great game where bored rich people bet on superhero fights. Mm. Wow. Hmm. Have we ever seen this plot before? When do we, when have we ever seen rich people bet on superhero fights? No, certainly not recently. No. I mean, certainly Nick Spencer wouldn't be, you know, so uh, tapped creatively that he would go to that well again, you know, except he would just put it in the sky or something like that, mm -hmm. you know. But anyway, <coughs> so it looks like Jake Jingleheimer Schmidt here lost a bet, and uh, and apparently, oh, Brad, Brad. He did a, he did a, almost did a face palm here. I did. This is rough. <laughs> Where's so, Peter Parker? Where's freaking Spider Man? This is no 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 where no. this is Spider Ben. Sp Peter Parker is the fake. He's the fraud. He's this the phony. Book is called Peter Parker. He the was spectacular he, Spider Man. He was he, he's boring. He got married to Mary Jane. He became no, boring not. and unrelatable. We need you know new young hip. You know. Whatever. Can you imagine a movie that has a name? Uh, of a character in its title, and it doesn't even have the character in it. Like, I go to an Indiana Jones movie, and who's in it? Joe Dirt. <laughs> I mean, come on. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Oh, oh, yeah. Wow. Counterpoint. That was pretty quick. That was pretty yeah. quick. That's good, JR. <laughs> so, 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 anyway, uh, apparently, though, Jean, Jean, Jingleheimer here lost this last bet, and, uh, I guess the uh, the wager was this uh, redheaded chick. So, you know, she's getting dragged out of the room because she's going to go to the guy who won. So anyway, so then Muse calls Jacob Jingleheimer uh, and, you know, talks more in her uh, in her dial Irish dialect. And she's talking about Kane, you know, because, uh, well, you know, he beat up that little uh, goon squad that you sent to testing. So. And of course, then we get an explanation of what all this great game is, which is about bored, uh, you know, bored billionaires betting on superhero fights, which we hadn't seen before. And we'll never see again, right? Because it's such an original idea. All right. So anyway, so Muse decides to go back in and visit Kane. And that's when Kane's, you know, doing his, you know, doing his, uh, basically, I guess Kane had, it had, you know what, you know what, Kane had a vision of the end of Return of the Sith. Is what he had, or, or or Revenge of the Sith, or whatever. No. You know, he got a vision. Of, no, you know that Padme's. He he got a vision of Padme's dead. So and he says no. So so uh, you know we find out that uh, Muse was a super powered player who Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt had sponsored, but she got hurt. So they had to find a substitute, which turns out to be Kane. Okay, so now of course he's you know, screaming because he's having more visions. Like I said, he saw the re return of the Sith or whatever. Now, what happened was we find out that he got killed by Spider Side. You remember <laughs> Spider Side, don't you, boys and girls? <laughs> Spider Side. Wasn't that a Kool-Aid brand? So, or hey, <laughs> uh, he looked like Kool-Aid man in a way, I suppose. <laughs> Brad, are you uh, saying that, that, that 
the Clone Saga fans were drinking the Kool Aid. It sounds like they were. <laughs> so what happened? Yeah, and they just come through the door, through the wall like the Kool Aid Man. Yeah. So Spider Side killed Kane, but the Jackal. This was in Maximum Clonage, but the <laughs> another great storyline which we've got to take on someday. Maximum uh, Carnage. Maybe we will, but I think we maybe should, I better we, wait. Better wait we should. Year we should so do maximum carnage that'd be fun no maximum no. clonage so yeah we gotta do maximum carnage too rather punch right. myself in the junk oh i thought you, <laughs> i thought you said carnage i probably clonage. did because they're they're yeah. well it actually really what they should be called is maximum garbage one and maximum garbage two so that would be people pe pe that book still is reprinted people still love maximum carnage <sighs> Well, okay, you know, people, people, people still, people still drink, you know, Pabst Blue Ribbon beer too, you know, or Iron <laughs> Iron City beer, you know. I mean, there's no. Some people do things just out of habit, not Mc, because it's any good. McNulty says, "Be careful, Jr. Spider side might be kindred." Jr.'s got a point. I, I, I knew a guy that drank uh, hams for like <laughs> forty years, and it was crap. It really was. It was terrible beer. But yeah, this dude was like, "No, this, this is all I know." <laughs> <laughs> Zach, <laughs> poor Zach. Uh, anyway, maximum so, carnage is the equivalent of slamming your head in your own car door, says Hershey. <laughs> uh, so, so anyway, we get what happened was then the jackal placed uh, took Kane's body back and placed him in the green goo, and I guess in uh, the Scarlet Spider Unlimited number one, another another classic. Uh, uh, I guess he was revived or whatever. So anyway, so the drag the the, the the muse drags him back to Jacob Jingleheimer's doctors, and they <laughs> fix Kane all. They fix Kane all up, uh, and then they they hear um, you know Jacob Jingleheimer tells him what they've got in store for him, and of course Kane, being a great moral man or whatever, refuses uh, and tries to bail out, only to be met by a couple of goons he fought earlier. But Muse shows up and helps Kane, or uh, and helps Kane take them out. And ask that that she be allowed to go with him. Okay. Well, anyway, there's another. There, the, we do have a brief interlude in there. Another page where spite where Ben talks to obvious love interest number two and impresses her with how smart he is. Of course, because this is all kind of setting the stage for that kind of stuff. So anyway, but then the last page, the last page, takes us to a wrecking crew, and they're at a familiar smokestack, and they're knocking down the smokestack. And the last panel is the crew finding the skeleton, the spider skeleton at the bottom of the smokestack, left over from the seventies. Oh well, we don't know that. We don't oh. know what this is yet, right? And and yeah. neither does anyone else. <laughs> Again, I, I I would I I have it somewhere. I have Life of Riley back there, and I you know I it's like I hate to read. I'm not going to read it verbatim, but. I would like to because it's just funny as hell, but I, it's like, I feel like I'd be stealing somebody else's material, but I guess Tom Falco says, you know, it's like a, a Greenberg has a dialogue or maybe it's to Falco, but one of them is saying, do we know who this is? No. Do we know what it's going to be? No. Do we know where it's leading? No. <laughs> it's Man. like, so how am I supposed to follow up on it? Yeah. But apparently B Kurt Busiek said, oh, I've got a great, you know, and Busiek wasn't even writing uh, the core titles. He was writing Untold Tales. I guess he was having lunch with Bob Budiansky or whatever and yeah. said, I got a great idea. Why don't you just find a Spider-Man skeleton in the smokestack? And yeah. Budiansky said, that's a great idea. We're going to put it in. And, yeah. and it's like, 
and nobody. This is one of the reasons. This is one of the reasons I picked it because this is just another stupid idea. I mean, brought to you by the Clone Saga. Yeah. So, part two, Sensational Spider-Man number two. Look at it right here, okay. right here. All right. Let's see if I can find it. Hmm. Keep going. You don't have to wait for me. I'll, oh no! I'll, I just, I'll catch I just, up with you. I just, oh, a spider skeleton, a Chekhov's gun that fired nothing but blanks. You know, oh, very good, Captain. She had warp factor seven. <laughs> That's all. This entire period did was fire blanks. Mm. <clears throat> I mean, I can't. You know, every time they, you know, they, they they talk about Chekhov's gun, I'm always thinking of Chekhov with a phaser. You know, oh, I did Yeah, you know, it's like, uh, I mean, come on, you know. Anton what are we, what are we doing? Number two. Yeah, we're doing spectacular, or I'm sorry, sensational Spider-Man number two, because this was Dan Jurgens' book, you know, specifically given to him yeah, to bring back Spider-Man. Got it. Of course, when Jurgens, I guess when Jurgens first signed on to do it, he thought he was going to be writing about Peter Parker. <laughs> yeah. And actually, I guess it was his dissatisfaction that started the whole you know, bringing Peter back. But anyway, so, you know, Ben is, you know, Ben is happy go lucky again. He's swinging to the good old coffee grind, just like the last issue. Well, what happens, what it just happens to be there is obvious future love interest. Number one, uh, photographer, Jessica Carradine. And, um, Jessica I says, like the idea of Jessica to Carradine. I don't know. What do you think of that? I like the burglars daughter. I like that idea. What do you guys think? I no? could care less. No. It's, no. I, I, I don't give a it damn about any work. of this. It doesn't work. I mean, it's like the only way it works is if like she's going to be a potential love interest. And so the character wouldn't work with Peter Parker. You know, it only works with Ben. And well, I don't know about it's, that. It's I, a trope. It's stupid. It's a trope. Oh, boy. This is the this is the daughter of the guy who killed my uncle or whatever. It's mm -hmm. I, I don't know. It, it's 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 a trope. Okay. Uh, so anyway. Anyway, so so Ben walks in and she says, "Oh, you're just in time to mix up a tall mix me up a tall latte. After all, no one can get the steam up like you can." Hmm. Is Jr. making shit up? Nope, nope that's a quote. Nope. Not, no, that's not, a quote. not this time. <clears throat> so, so anyway, you know, she says, "Hey, you know, take a look at this picture in the Daily Bugle: the spider skull and the smokestack." And then it's time for a flashback. You know, and then Ben has, a, or Spider Ben has a flashback. Oh, it's the same smokestack that after the jackal cloned me, the Spider Man threw my dead body down, which is, I was just really unconscious. I wasn't dead, but he thought I was dead. So he threw me down the smokestack, but I wasn't dead. And he really wasn't me. He thought he was me, but he really wasn't me. So he's a clone. Arg! How can there be a, how can there be a spider skeleton here? So anyway, so at that point in time, then Shirley, our wholesome proprietor of the grind, decides to send, well, Ben, I don't want you working today. I'm going to send you out on unspecified errands. You know, and Ben says, Oh, good. That means I can go snoop around looking for this skeleton. So he bolts out the door. As he as he bolts out the door, he passes obvious future love interest number two, which is Desiree Winthrop. And Desiree, if you remember, talks just like Mary Jane did when Mary Jane was introduced. You know, mm -hmm. that kind of vapid dialogue, you know, of uh, you know, uh, you know, he'll, you know, like the part, you know, every time she's here, the party has arrived and that kind of thing. So it's like, so like they bring bring in a new love interest, but they basically take Mary Jane's dialogue from the sixties and incorporate it into Desiree. Yeah. So anyway, she finds out that the Jessica is planning a homecoming party for Ben and they're going to buy him a TV because Ben doesn't have a TV. Um, so, and then of course, you know, Jessica, or, you know, uh, you, know you know why he wants a TV, right? 
You know why? So he can watch it. <laughs> Just like Kane watches people. Come on. That was a perfect <laughs> joke. The oh, clones like to watch things. I feel like that was so last month. <laughs> he doesn't have a TV. One for we George. Have, we've had to emphasize, not just in this scene, but in another scene, that Ben doesn't have a TV because we have to bring home the fact of just how poor and ram home how poor and put down poor old hey, Ben. Hey, what'd you watch last night? You. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was so, good. So, so Spider-Man so Spider Ben goes around swinging, yeah, and he swings by the Daily Bugle, which Jonah just happens to be there. You know, and he doesn't stop. He doesn't stop Ben for whatever reason. Like he stopped in last month. Uh, anyway, Jonah is 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 going is on a tirade because nobody informed him about the spider skeleton being found. And uh, Robbie says, "Well, it was a three a.m. blah blah." And Jonah says, "No, no, no. Anything that comes out about that Spider-Man, I'm supposed to know, and, and I'm supposed to be told." And by the way, it looks like Spider-Man may have been dead for years, and we've been reporting on an imposter. So, you know, I'm going to take Ben Urick off it, and I'm going to do this story myself. I'm heading down to the morgue. Now we know where this is going. So anyway, so now we get an interlude with, excuse me, with Muse and Kane. Okay, but let, let, let's let's see. The thing is, she it's it's see, she already knows who he is. Okay, but for some reason, she feels she has to make a point of saying his name in caps with an exclamation point at the beginning of a new panel. So, okay. so yeah, yeah, so like, go back to the previous panel. Okay, yeah, yeah, go back to that. I'm I'm curious. You seem almost afraid. I would not have expected that of you. <gasps> Kane, it's like so. So you know, it, it's almost it's not real it, conversational. It, no, no. It, I mean, it, it's almost like let's try this in a in a in a context here. Oh, Brad. Oh, I see that you, your comic boxes are behind you, Brad. Ah! Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I I I see I see that you trimmed your beard this week, George. Ah! You know, so. <laughs> Jr. It looks like you're making shit up, Jr. <laughs> So, <laughs> so then the next page, the rhino comes because, oh, of course, yeah, yeah, the, the, the rhino just <laughs> of course. shows up. Oh yeah, you know, I'm because, here. You know, the, I'm here. <laughs> the rhino says, "Well, you got you know, because you know, Kane's monologuing about not wanting to play the game, you know." So the rhino shows up and says, "Well, you may not want to play the game, but I'm here." <laughs> I mean, rhinos should just be glad that they didn't have to kill him to make everybody think that Kane was like. Big, that's big true. Shit. That's true. The rhino was lucky he got away, but yeah. not being killed to prove how tough Kane was. Rhino, so rhino looks happy to be there, doesn't he? He just looks happy. He does look kind of happy, doesn't he? Like, happy. Happy. like maybe he had a good day, you know? Yeah. Th this is this is before he, you know, later he meets this Russian girlfriend who's a waitress who's obviously going to get killed off so that he can have a grief story, you know? I mean, so so he's happy right now. Before well, that. you know, he, so it's anyways. like he's he's bowling for for clones. <laughs> he just knocked them all down. I mean, seriously. <laughs> I, I, I got a Scarlet Spider <laughs> pickup right there. <laughs> Bowling wow, clones. It's a pretty rare occasion. Brad said something and George laughed. Wow. Twice tonight. Uh, I was Thanks. about to say, we're on, a, we're on a roll tonight, boys and girls. <laughs> it's, it's after midnight and I'm loopy. All of you 14 people watching are getting a special treat. Right. After I said bowling for clones, we went up a viewer. We're up to 15 now. <laughs> so next page is Spider-Ben going to the morgue. 
you know, and of course, you know, he walks in there and opens the thing up because there's nobody watching. The security guard is sleeping. He's able to walk into the, this facility, pull open the, uh, the thing and see it. And he says, Oh my God, it's real. I recognize it because I don't know how I recognize it. I guess I'll look it, at the costume. It looks like a uh, costume with a skeleton. It's I recognize real. my own skull. It's real. I recognize my own. I watched it enough. I, I should know my own skull. I can sense its pheromones. It's, it's real. It's real. So it sounds kind of sick and gross, but I know what I got to do. I got to stuff it in my backpack and carry it home. So mm. anyway, so Jonah just happens to be there at the same time uh, as uh, as a you know as a Spider Ben is is running out with a clone uh, in a sack over his back, and Jonah decides to recycle his dialogue from decades ago by saying, "Blast you, wall crawler! I'll tell the world about this and expose you for the murderer you are. And by the time I'm done, you won't be able to get so much as a parking spot in this town." McNulty so, wants to know why did New York CSI not do a DNA test on the spider skeleton? <laughs> well, that, that that's coming, I think. I mean. Okay. They, they just had nobody figured out anything. They just said, uh, you know, Busiak just said, Hey, throw a, why don't you use a spider, throw a spider skeleton down there. And Budiansky said, yeah, let's go for it. And everybody said, okay, well, what do we do now? So I, th I think they do kind of come up with the DNA. They do like a layer thing and it, well, like that facial recognition technology or whatever. And, and it comes up Peter Parker's face and everybody laughs. Oh, what a fake. And set, set me up, JR. I'm ready for it. For the next when it, when Spidey comes up against Kane, get ready. I'm ready for it. Okay. All right. All right. But anyway, but uh, not done yet. Anyway, so Jonah, you know, recycles some of his dialogue from the '60s and '70s, and uh, and and the the one brief moment of humor, legitimate humor, is when the uh, uh, Spider Ben says, "Gee, I might have to sell my what is it? Gee, that means I'll have to put my trusty Spider Mobile up for sale." No, that's uh -huh. funny. And my, that was mildly amusing. So anyway, so we go to Ben's Ben's apartment because that's where they're having everybody's having this party, and all the hip people from the the grinder there, and uh, you know Desiree is showing up in this slinky outfit, you know, and uh, Buzz is there, you know, hip Buzz, you know, wearing his sandals and everything because he's a hip dude from the '60s or he got trapped in the '60s, um, and of course Jessica has to drop story hints or whatever, you know, because Shirley says, "Well, how did you get in? You know, how'd you get the land the, get the landlord let you in?" Oh, I said I was his sister. Oh, boy, you're pretty resourceful, you know, and then of course then Jessica Jessica does a, a drop here. Well, if you had an upbringing like mine, you'd have to be resourceful. That's why I organized this party. I never had a family. Mm -hmm. So I know how lonely the city must be for someone like Ben, you know? So anyway, then of course we get uh, buzz saying your dress is intoxicating Desiree as is your breath buzz. And then of course, cool Devin goes, Ooh, that's cold. <laughs> you can't get this dialogue anywhere else, boys and girls. So anyway, Shirley goes, Oh, Jessica, that's an attractive dress. You know? Oh, not really. Just something I had hanging in my closet. I know. And of course, Shirley says, Oh, I, you know, I'd be blind not to see that there's all this hot, sweaty passion and attraction between you and Ben. Oh, we're friends, Shirley. That's all. <laughs> you know? And well, you this know, is disturbing. Uh, <laughs> don't turn away from what you want. Go for it. And don't worry about competition from Desiree either. Be your, I mean, it's kind of like there it is out there. I mean, no subtlety, you know, and, and uh, be yourself. And Jessica goes, I'm that obvious. 
Yes. <laughs> Not only to Shirley, but to everybody who's reading this. That's obvious. So. It's disturbing oh, to say. Oh, here it's coming. Here's like, coming. Ben is like JR, like talk like a chicken, say tee hee. Ben is, ben is swinging through town. Mm-hmm. He's swinging through town. And guess who he, and guess who he finds? No. It, it, can't, it be. can't be. It's, it's. Kane. <laughs> and Rhino bowling for clones. <laughs> so. He's about to get a spare. <laughs> oh. Oh, you know, I was just thinking about the whole Desiree and Jessica thing. And, uh, you know, and I said, I've said how this whole subplot was the case of the obvious. Well, it was obvious back when their the characters' names were Liz Allen and Betty Brandt. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, that's how, you know, that's, that's how worn this path, this path has been. So it's been a swing back home with the bag of bones. He comes across, <laughs> as we said, Kane. Um, and then Rhino says, tells Kane, hold still. I'm going to rip your spine right out of your body and collect me some big bucks. Kane says, back off, or the only payment you'll receive is death. Wow. Boom, boom. Kane takes no orders from no man. Anyway, so the fight is brief because, according to Life O'Reilly, Dan Jurgens didn't care about the Kane storyline. So, <laughs> so, you know, uh, he ends it real quick by having a building fall on spider bin. He comes back, he comes, he wakes up, makes it back to his apartment with the bag of bones and the party is over, but poor Jessica is there waiting by herself, watching Ben's brand new TV that everybody bought him. And of course he was such a turd for not being there. He feels like a real slug for missing the party, but golly, that was so nice for Jessica to do for him. Mm. But why? We hardly know each other. And she says, well, then maybe we should get to know each. Okay. Wait for the, this is great dialogue folks. Then maybe we should get to know one another better and worry about those skeletons in your closet later. And then the last, okay. Later. And then the last panel, the skeleton in the closet. <laughs> After she just says, we'll worry about the skeletons in your closet now, later. Now, imagine if a chick's over at your place for a one-nighter, and then she <laughs> accidentally sees in your closet that you've got a skeleton, a skeleton hanging up in the closet. That would <laughs> that would probably kill the mood. That would probably kill the mood, unless yeah, she's well, Elvira or something like that. So. Elvira. And, and boys and girls, we're only halfway through this class. I know. All right. God. Tick, where do we go now, GR? All right. We're going to Amazing. We're going to Amazing 409, and, and here's another reason why I picked uh, this story, uh, because we have the return of Joystick. Oh, Joystick. Oh, good God. <laughs> Who's Joystick? I'm not familiar with her. It's, it's Joystick and Polestar. Well, we'll, get, we'll get, get to them. Joystick? Joystick and Polestar. It sounds like a chick's name, Joystick. Oh, no. Joyce. Hello. My name yes. is Miss Dick. I'm My first name is Joy. Never mind. I'm going to go. It. I'm going to go use the bathroom. Well, th- she reminds me of Screwball. All right. Hey, it's them well, 409. Anyway, so so we open up and uh, Ben is uh, going through a chorus of dim bones, dim bones, dim dry dim bones, dim bones, dim bones, dim dry you know, so, bones. And we get the prerequisite page of him describing everything that happened. I blame the jackal. He started it five years ago when he cloned me. My clone and I fought. I lost and was left for dead. But believing himself to be me, my clone made a life for himself as Peter Parker, marrying my old girlfriend, Mary Jane. And then, 
And then I, uh, I ended up calling myself Ben Riley, bumming around the country. My only friend during all that time was a geneticist named Seaward Trainer. Okay, so like how convenient, how convenient mm -hmm. that a clone or not a clone, but or a guy who was, he meets up with a pal and it happens to be a geneticist. Who would have figured? Well, who would have figured? <laughs> Which actually, in a way, then only it make then the Osborne journal makes sense because how else mm -hmm. would, I mean, that, that was ultimately the solution Glenn, Glenn Greenberg came up with is that Osborne, you know, told trainer to, or told Scryer to tell trainer to follow Ben around. Yeah. But, but it's like, yeah, so here Ben is and his only friend is a geneticist who would have figured. Yeah. So anyway, so he, um, excuse me. Uh, so <laughs> my best friend during all this time, I'd be doing, and whoa, I just got some action last night with obvious future love interest. Number one. Yeah. Uh, but let's get back to this other stupid subplot, the great game. Oof. Okay. So anyway, so we go back to the great game and John Jacob Jingle Heimerschmidt and Muse and uh, Kane are hiding out. Um, and uh, Muse is treating us more to her irritatingly written uh, dialect. Uh, and then the rhino burst in. Okay, you know, again, I mean, we, we saw this already. We saw this last issue where he burst it, but now he's bursting in. He's again. not so happy in this time. Yeah, no, he doesn't look that happy this time, yeah. you know, but again, you know, it's, 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 it's different art, you know, different artists. So. It's Bagley. Yeah. So it's young Bagley he, too. So we go back to the Daily Bugle and uh, they're trying to figure out how to uh, play up this story. Um, and uh, the, Jonah comes up with a classic line. We report facts, not truth. Uh, we go back to the, uh, we go back to the, we go back to the fight and all of a sudden joining the fight are joystick and pole star. And of course, joystick, again, this is the nineties. And I think if you remember the clone saga stories, video games, video yeah. game technology figured into quite a few of them. So, you have know, we, we have seen joystick. pole star and joystick again. Well, I, I'm trying to think if, um, who did uh, I think Ben and Phil Urich yeah. had a brief uh, flirtation with joystick. I think um, I'm trying, but anyway, I wondered what pole star was. I said, pole, what the hell is pole star? I mean, one, I'm, you know, when I'm thinking, I, I, at first I thought it was maybe like a super powered stripper or something yeah. like that. And yeah. Know? It sounds like something from one of the Spider-Man porns. Yeah. Oh, and, no. uh, but it turns out, and it, maybe it's a coincidence, maybe not, but, uh, uh, but, um, uh, Volvo came out with a new model, a new car in 1996 called the Pole Star. So wow. that you know, considering that we have a villain called Joystick, I guess it wouldn't be out of the realm for. And who was the writer on this one? It's oh well, it's DeFalco. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, to to go rip off. You know, oh hey, you know, I need a name for a new villain. You know, oh the new Volvo Pole Star. Well, <laughs> there it goes. I guess it's a good thing he wasn't writing in the 50s when the Edsel came out. So. Anyway, so soon they'll so, fight the Cavalier, the Corvette, and the Camaro. <laughs> okay, go on. I hear, anybody hear the crickets? No. Um, anyway, so okay, yeah, actually, this is Joystick's second appearance. We met Joystick back in Scarlet Spider number two. Remember that whole month or two of Scarlet Spider stories? You know, it was like, we, you know, we couldn't, the editor, Marvel editorial demanded that, well, you couldn't have Ben become Spider-Man right away because we ought to have a couple of months of 
Scarlet yeah. Spider stories. Moment, you know, moment to, of silence uh, for Polestar. Zach says she was killed in Unlimited 14. Oh, no. Polestar is a dude. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so. So we have, we have the, you know, fight, 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 fight. Okay. So now we go to a hospital where Spider-Ben's best friend, Seaward Trainer, is in the hospital in a coma. And guess who visits him? Well, his creepy purple haired daughter, Carolyn, who we know as the new Dr. Octopus. Yep. Carolyn Trainer. You know? Yeah, I mean, of course, you know, nobody, she doesn't look, she doesn't look suspicious at all in the 90s coming in with her purple hair. I guess that's probably normal now. I guess it would, uh, nobody would think anything now uh, yeah. of her purple hair. Anyway, back to the fight. Spider-Ben is trying to get away from, from, from Joystick's explosive sticks, uh, <laughs> which I guess it makes sense if your name is Joystick that you would have explosive sticks. Um, and of course, since everyone writes as if they're living vicariously through these various incarnations of Spider-Man, Joysticks decides she's going to flirt with him. Oh, if you're as cute as under that mask as you are as agile, I might be interested in a little one-on-one -on -one after the match. <laughs> you know, because you know, again, that's all. It's all that's what it's all about. You know, living vicariously. Uh, well, Spider-Man, you know, doesn't take her up on the offer, so he crushes her wrist conduits, which makes her explosive sticks vanish. All right. And then she gets away because Spider-Man has to, Spider-Ben has to bust up Polestar. All right. So the, the Rhino gets taken down while Kane and Muse get away as well. And then we find out, uh-oh, Kane is being set up all, the, all this time. Muse running away with Kane was all part of the game that's being perpetuated by John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. So anyway, Ben sucks it up and says, yeah, yep. I put a spider tracer on Kane and now I got to follow him because it's got to, it's going to be continued next week in Spider-Man number 66. Okay. Ah, just the last part more, boys and girls. One more 66. Oh, I don't know. If my heart can take much oh, more. mercy. Uh, oh, I didn't even write any notes on this one. I just, yeah. Neither the writer. I, I just, uh, <laughs> so anyway, go. good. But anyway, John so Romita junior cover. So anyway, so page one, Spider-Ben is swinging around and well, here I go again, down into the darkness, down to face. Okay, Brad, page one. I'm let's trying, go to page I'm one, trying. Brad. You're going so fast. I, hold on. Yeah, I'm trying to get it over with fast because everybody's, we're just dying on the vine here. George okay. is just, George is strangling in the, in, in this, hold on. Uh, in the cesspool that we're in, you know, it so, smells like tinkle in here. Not not in my apartment. I just mean in the clones. Yeah. Down so, into the dark. The dark smells like down to face. face. Next Kane. Kane. Uh, so there's this Kane at the top. Kane. Oh, mm. and he's just standing there. You know. So anyway, fight, 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 fight. Mm -hmm. They get away. Uh. Okay, and now uh, Muse reminds Kane of Louise Kennedy, the only woman I ever allowed myself to grow close to, to love. And, of course, we remember this is the chick he killed because if you saw Spider-Man, the Lost Years limited series, yeah. it turned out that she was a crook, you know. Yeah. So, but anyway, but see, you you know, they, they want you to buy this miniseries too. I mean, they couldn't possibly, you know, be, because there's just so much story we have to tell here in the main titles. I mean, we, we don't have room for it. So we have to have it in these other miniseries. So uh, anyway, by, so, by the way, uh, George's computer 
couldn't take all his clone talk. So he said it rebooted. He just texted me. <laughs> so he'll be back shortly. So anyway, we're, we're almost done here because, yeah. you know, I mean, it, it, the, in the middle here, the story starts moving along because we go back to the daily bugle and the daily bugle says, or, or the daily bugle, Jonah says, somebody please tell me you've got something more on Spider-Man and the skeleton stolen from the morgue because Jonah wants to know where the plot is going just as much as the rest of us do. Anybody, and of course, nobody, anybody and, know and anything? Really, no. And, you know, so the bugle staff is standing in for the Marvel writing and editorial <laughs> staff because they don't know where it's going either. So, <laughs> so Jonah throws them all out and he says, I'm going to call the one person who's up to the job, who can find out about this. And he says, hello, kid. It's Jay Jonah Jameson. You were always the best on getting the dirt on Spider-Man. So how'd you like to earn some money and come back and we'll pay all expenses? And well, see, Colin, he calling. I, I, I don't oh, oh, oh. It. You're gonna, so sorry. So sorry. Well, we'll get, we'll get to the end. You can sorry. see, who he's talking to at the end. Don't spoil it for the my, 12 my people who are watching. My bad. All right. <laughs> so, so anyway, fight, 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 fight. Uh, okay. Tane, Tane, Kane talks more about the excruciating pain he's lived with. Uh, Muse takes off his mask. Uh, there it is. Yeah. They, and they start getting, and then he has a vision of her dead with the mark of Cain. Again, there's just not anything going on here. Uh, Jacob Heimer reveals to Kane and everybody that it was all all a scam, that Muse was part of his scam. But I guess Muse really, you know, started to like Kane, but Kane feels betrayed. Kane's going to kill him or Kane's going to kill her. But Spider Ben says, oh, no, Kane, you're better than that. Even though you've murdered, see, Louise Kennedy, Doc Ock, <laughs> the Grand Hunter, uh, various thugs in the street. Uh, you know, if there's any part of me left in you, you'll do the right thing now because you haven't been doing it for the last five years, but you'll do it now. So Kane does. It, so says, Kane doesn't shut Kane up. Does, Kane doesn't kill her. Uh, and so she leaps out the window. So Spider-Man saves her. And while Spider-Man, Spider-Man is distracted, Kane gets away. Last page, boys and girls. Good to see you again, kid. Hope you're ready to have your byline under Spider-Man shots again. Bum. Peter Parker is back in town with his wife. If you put out the cigar, Mary Jane and I would rather not the baby be subjected to smoke. Mm. And boys and girls, oh, <laughs> that is the end of part four of the Return of Cain. All right. Folks, you have had eight straight issues of Clone Saga. Goodness. No, oh. JR, was this a good month in spider history? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> it was another terrible month on top of two years of terrible months. <laughs> Horrible. It's all George. George, glad you're back. We just wrapped it up. I had to be if this was a good month. Uh, someone had someone had to use a defibrillator on George to bring him back, but George, we're done. We're I could done. I could I could survive it, but my PC couldn't. My PC <laughs> decided to restart. It was like I've had enough. Dog, I'm out. Uh, were you, we, we George? Did you stop reading by this point? Oh yeah, I, I I've I've never read these. Yeah, 
but I, I stopped pretty early. Uh, but, now, stopped, but now that I've described them, you probably want to go back and read them now, right? No. Oh, hell no. Uh, I oh. um, <laughs> no, I stopped reading uh, the moment that they, and I forget which issue it is now, but uh, it was it was the only one I bought was when they tried to convince us that Ben was the real and Peter Parker was the was the fake was the clone, uh, and then I was like, I'm I'm done. I'm done. I was like, I, I finally hit the point where, and I didn't just quit Spider-Man. I quit other comics that, I mean, across the board, I stopped buying anything, even things I enjoyed at the time. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm, I'm done. I'm that disgusted. I'm, I'm finished. I'm, I'm out. Anyway, if you read life of Riley, mm -hmm. um, you'll find out because this whole, this whole thing of Kane, of Ben starting to reach Kane and, you know, maybe Kane is finding something of him, of, Anyway, they were seriously exploring the possibility of turning Kane into another anti-hero like Venom and spinning Kane off into his own series. I could totally see that. That's what, the, that's what this Return of Kane was all about, is trying to set that up and trying to see if the audience would bite on something. Yeah. But as you can tell, though, by Peter being brought back, I mean, because literally just the prior month, not our prior month of Spider History, but like they had like uh, Media Blizzard, you know, that was the Mysterio story. And, and literally, I mean, that was the, the rebooting of of Spider-Man. I mean, they had mm -hmm. been a Spider-Man and now they're already setting the setting the, the, the wheels in motion to bring Peter Parker back. Yeah. So, you know, if if if, if they had gotten if they had and I, I, I saw um, I forget one of the. Uh, yeah, Hershey Russell Osiris. Man, that's a mouthful. If uh, Herschel Russ Russell Osiris, uh, if they would have just kept Ben as a sole clone and explored that deeper, a much tighter clone saga it would have been. If and not saying anything could have saved the clone saga, but if they hadn't delayed, if they'd had Ben take over for Peter and had a couple of years of Ben stories and explored, that would have happened. But no, they had to drag it out and drag it out and, they, and yeah. basically exhausted everybody's patience and had to bring Peter back. So they there wasn't anything they did right. Nothing they did right from an editorial or creative standpoint. This thing was a complete and total disaster, you know. Mm -hmm. But then again, you know, as, as I was thinking, you know, boy, nobody, you know, surely Marvel, you know, considering that Marvel went into this whole clone saga without a real plan, uh, nobody else could possibly do something like that with, with uh, uh, would they? No other corporation, like maybe with a multi-billion dollar franchise <laughs> would just leap into a trilogy with no idea where it's going, set up all kinds of subplots and leave all kinds of loose ends dangling with no idea where they're going. No other corporation would do that, right? Are you talking you about know, Star Wars? <laughs> there yeah. we go. Disney, yep. Yeah. You know, the uh, force Mc, of it, McNulty says 20 years later they <laughs> would turn Kane into an anti-hero and give him his own book. That's true. Yeah, a lot of a lot of Disney these days uh, comes they, to Star they Wars. They called him the Scarlet Spider, though, didn't they? Yeah, they called him the Scarlet Spider. They did. When when it but, comes but, to, when it comes to Disney these days, uh with Star Wars, uh, a lot of it's like uh, it's the force. We don't have to explain it. By the way, his name is no longer Kane. It's Scarlet Spider. So I am Scarlet Spider. No one, no one got my joke. I'm sorry. Now you know what it feels like. <laughs> yeah, I got it. I don't think Brad even heard it because he was he was like in such a rush to say what he to make the joke he wanted. To I make. honestly didn't hear your joke, but I, I said I said when it comes to Star Wars these days, yeah, that that you know the folks running it are basically like it's the Force. We don't have to explain it. 
Oh, it's like magic. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be here all week, folks. Try the I got you. I got you. But it's funny. I mean, as much as I hammer, you know, as much as we look back and just look how stupid Marvel was and, it's it's like I don't know what it is in the water with creative people or marketers or whatever, mm -hmm. but honestly, with so many billions at stake with Star Wars, the same damn thing. It's like mm -hmm. I I yeah, different writers, different directors. It's like the they, same they want to start a story with like completely different people, and the second guy says, "You know what? I'm just going to toss out what 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 they'd established yeah. already. Just do my own crap." And then the other guy comes back and says, "Oh, I have to throw all this out and completely redo that now, and and find a way to yeah. make it. it's 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 ridiculous." And everybody is still in place, you yeah. know, Kathleen. I mean, this is a disaster, <laughs> an utter disaster. That boggles my mind. Why they have not already? Well, Kathleen Kennedy's got, I think, like another year in her contract. I think they just signed her last year, like another two-year contract. Yeah, yeah. So she's there for at least another year. But if that doesn't expire and she's immediately not yanked and just have them replace her with John Favreau and Dave Filoni, the guys that are doing the Mandalorian now, yeah, I, I, you're you're going to get a revolt. There's going to be a lot of upset people. Yeah, but I, uh, that's what I was thinking of when I when I was going through this uh, this clone saga here. You know, and you're sitting here and thinking, how can you could could because. I mean, they, they were going to introduce this, this, uh, well, one, I mean, it, it's all a reaction to things. I mean, nothing, it was all a reaction to, you know, Superman being killed off and Batman being replaced, having his back broken and being replaced by what was his Jazz name? Real. Jazzriel or Jazzriel, <laughs> you know, uh, Jazz instructor by day, dark night by night. <laughs> so it was like, Hey, we got to replace Spider-Man. How do we do that? You know? So, you know, and I'm thinking, you know, you, they, the way they just stumbled and bumbled and again, like the, 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 the skeleton and the, the, the smokestack. Oh, that's a cool idea. Let's throw it in there and like consult nobody about it. You know, have nobody come up with a story about it. And you, you know, you sit there and think, well, you know, how in the world could they do such a stupid thing? How, how in the world could people be so stupid? And, but yet we see it over and over again yeah. with even much more at stake. It, it's the yeah. hubris that these people operate in the bubbles. These people operate in must be, they're inexplicable to me. So anyway, that's uh, final thoughts, anyway, folks. That was a clone saga, boys and girls. I hope you enjoyed it. Final thoughts, George. I, it's over. Thank you. Jr. God. Final thoughts. It, like George said, it's over. Uh, maybe I'll take a break from the clone saga for a few months. Please. You know, I don't want. I don't want George's head to explode. I mean, his PC already did. We don't want his head to. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, you don't, right. to, you don't want me to go scanners right here on YouTube. Oh, man. <laughs> So, you know, right. Zach, I hope, I hope you enjoyed it, Zach. Uh, you know, I hope you enjoyed a, a different perspective on the yeah. clone saga. Uh, yeah. You know, hope we changed your mind. If you would bit. like to see Zach's opinions on uh, SpideyDude.com. Yeah, go he, to Clone he's, Saga he's, Chronicles. He's uh, reviewed every issue on his podcast of uh, the Clone Saga practically. So, there you yeah, go. you could probably you could go to the Clone Saga Chronicles and hear him cover the same issues and then compare his take to ours. You know, yeah. and kind of see, you know, kind of see how they feed off and play off each other. Yeah. How they compare and Mixed contract. opinions on this one. Mixed opinions. All right, YouTubers, Facebookers, thank you for watching. We start at 9 o'clock. It is now midnight, uh, awesome. nearly 1 a.m. So you, we recorded two Friday Night Fights, two Spider Histories. We're good until April, boys. We don't have to do these until April. Woo! Hopefully it won't be more clone crap. <laughs> no, I, I will, we'll come up with some other crap to entertain you, George. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Good night. All everybody watching.
Well, that's a wrap on that episode. I hope you liked it. Uh, one more time before we wrap it all up, I want to remind you about uh, patreon.com slash crawlspace. Log on there to get exclusive thank you content, which uh, one of them is the Spire Satellites, where we review all the books that aren't amazing on that episode. That's a thank you to people that help support this podcast on our website each and every month through Patreon. There's also several other podcasts that are up there that are fun to listen to uh, that I think you'll get a kick out of. But again, it's patreon.com slash crawlspace for exclusive content and also support things you like, like this podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody.